What's up, what's up, everybody? You're tuned into the new Del C show. And of course, I'm your host, Del C. Today is April 29th, 2023. I would like to send a special shout out. Happy birthday to my mother. Happy birthday. I hope to see her today. And we're going we gonna to party, party, party. You know, blessing to be in your 70s, to still be here, breathing. <laughs> Shout out to Smokey Robinson with the Gazm album. Still got that energy, still doing it up. Um, I love it. He's a Motown legend. I'm going to listen. I, I guess I definitely got to promote this album gotta promote him he's put out hits after hits you know he came on the sherry show they were acting up that was probably one of the best shows that i've seen her have and she had a lot of great shows with with new edition and other people on there but this one by far was one of my favorite ones this guy at 80 years old is still alive and kicking and, you know, just having a good time on stage with the fans. So shout out to Smokey Robinson. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him, man. Uh, every day is a blessing that you are. You know, I, I there's so many things that I want to do. So many things that I want to do. Um, um, life is short. You know, I, I got a lot of other things going on in my life. But um, I'm trying to make these things happen. I'm going to turn 50 years old, celebrating pretty soon, going to be celebrating 50 years of hip hop. So th this is a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, shout out to, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody um, that listened to this show. Always like to thank the listeners, like to thank the guests that came on. You know what I mean? And. I always thank the listeners, always thank the, uh, from all over the world, you know what I'm saying? From all over. Um, that's, that's, you know, gotta be thankful for that. Gotta be thankful for life. Um, another opportunity to get things right. You know what I'm saying? Um, anyways, As I always say on this show, there's no topics off limits. I talk about everything on this show. So, I mean, if people don't like that, I mean, th this, let me tell you something. During the pandemic, where it was heavy, I got a lot of people through hard times. Well, there was one particular person that said, you know, um, <laughs> You got me to, you know, it was crazy at first when I first did this show it was crazy. You know what I mean? But um, I got better as the as the, the few years went on. And um, at one point I was going to stop doing this. But I said, you know what? I'm going to keep doing it. To, um, next week, I got two guests coming on the show. Um, so and and more, I'm going to reach out to more people. So we're going to make this happen. You know, I got others things that I'm trying to do I now started going back to doing the YouTube again 
but I got other things going on that I want to happen because yes, I do want to do the visual as well with the guests. So I'm working on that. I've been working on that. So I'm just trying to make that happen. You understand? Um, that's it. And, uh, last night I watched the, um, dead mama with, um, Tupac and you got to see all the things that he went through during the court cases and for shooting the off-duty policemen and he that was a victory for him um that he was able to walk off he was walking off like George Jefferson we got to remember that Park was only like 20 20 he only made it to 25 and to go through the stuff that he went through um and then, you know, stuff that was brought up after he got shot, checking out of the hospital, going to Jasmine Guy's place. Nobody knew that that um, Tupac knew Jasmine Guy. So Jasmine Guy um, protected him, but he was dealing with a lot of depression. I mean, how? what else do you expect him to go through? He went through so much. And to find out that, you know, which I I always knew he never he never raped that woman, he never raped that woman. He ruined she ruined Tupac's life. Um, Haitian Jack ruined Tupac's life, and definitely that damn um, Jimmy Henchman. But his ass is where he needs to be in jail. Um, yeah, I don't. He ex, I'm glad that Tupac exposed them in that last album album that he put out the Machiavelli album where he exposed who he had a problem with and he knew who the killers was and he addressed it them he addressed it them he never said Biggie set him up he just said he knew who the killers were you know what I'm saying and Jimmy Hinchman set that whole shit up he set the whole shit up for Tupac to get robbed at Quad Studio which we already know and there was a shooter that was there he he confessed of of being part of that robbery or whatever and he apologized to the family because he doesn't he don't even like jimmy Hinch, henchman like that um they wanted to send a message but he's saying he could have had him killed jimmy henchman was saying he could have had tupac killed and then there's rumors that Tupac shot his own self in the in the grind or whatever. And, you know, a lot of people and of all, you know, with all this stuff going on, right, about Snoop being jealous of Tupac joining death row and Daz's uh, ex-wife saying the same thing. And then you got Napoleon saying that. Um, with all due respect, you know, he go by another name, but Napoleon of the Outlaws, formerly of the Outlaws, I believe, uh, but, but he's always going to be an outlaw, you know what I'm saying? And he's saying the one thing that, um, this is not obviously on the dear, uh, dear mama, but then they got clips RIP to, uh, Shock G with Shock G was saying about um Tupac but that we know that that's old, those are old clips from from another documentary they did on him years ago but I love the fact that they incorporated that on there because Shock G was was responsible for 
putting putting uh, Tupac on. But um, Tupac's former manager spoke. Tupac's aunt spoke on the show. Uh, her relationship with obviously her sister, um, Athena Shakur. Athena Shakur, how she how she won a case. She didn't have the proper lawyer, so she defended herself and she won the case. It was a beautiful thing, and she got out of she got out of jail. Very intelligent, um, just like Tupac was. In the midst of all this, you have fake friends, people that turned their back on him. That was never his friends. They were there for the moment, and of course, that whole thing comes up with um, about obviously stretch. Um, being part of that whole situation, which hurt Tupac, which you know, then the rape case he had, he was healing, his body was healing and everything, but then he had to turn around and he had to he had to go to jail, and he was feeling uh, suicidal. He wanted to kill himself. He wanted to, you know, which I'm glad he didn't do, you know, but at the end of the day, um, we still, you know, and, and, and let me make this very perfectly clear. When I talk about Tupac all the time, some people get upset that, that are not fans of him. Mostly some of them are from New York, um, but you got to understand, Tupac came from New York, Harlem. He was in, he lived in Baltimore, and then he moved to L.A. Um, well, the Bay Area. Um, but I'm going to say this. Nobody's making like Tupac was perfect. Tupac made a lot of mistakes. But we got to keep in mind, he was very young, very young. He only lived until 25 years old and he didn't even get to enjoy his 20, his 25 years, you know, based on like decisions he made, but the people around him should have protected him. You know what I mean? Sugar them should have protected him. His bodyguard should have protected him. He had no business being in Vegas. And if he was going to be in Vegas, he shouldn't have gotten to no fight with Orlando um, Anderson. He should have never that that incident never should have happened. And it was this would be a different story. We would be talking to Tupac. The, the documentary on him would be so much different because he'll be sitting here and he'll be doing the interview. So we lost somebody special. That's all I'm saying. Like. I'm not saying he's he's perfect and come on man nobody nobody say, nobody's saying that nobody's saying that but he is one of the most biggest influential artists out there if we're talking Bob Marley we're talking Michael Jackson we're talking Marvin Gaye uh um John John Lennon you know we're talking you know, yes, even Elvis Presley. We're talking people like that. Like Tupac is somewhere in there, but he's also somewhere in there with Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. The Black Panthers, his mother. You know what I mean? It's just so it goes. 
people don't understand. To me, people say All Eyes On Me was the best album by Tupac. It was dope. I love it. I love all Tupac's albums from the beginning. You know, even the ones that y'all people don't think were so successful, but they were from the beginning. When I seen Tupac do Jukes, and I said, yo, that's, that's the guy from Digital Underground. And I said the same thing when I seen Brenda's, when I heard Brenda's got a baby. Shout out to my cousin. He 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 let me have that Tupacalist now tape. And I think I dubbed it or whatever, but I kept listening to that album over and over again. All I wanna be is a soldier, soldier. But what I was gonna say is that I felt like me Against the World was Tupac's best album for so many reasons because he put his, like he always does, put his blood, sweat, and tears into the music. But the Dead Mama song, If I Die Tonight, like all, like, Death Around the Corner, like, the song, like, this is during the time of all the stuff that he was going through. So, for him to put out from the, the the music from the beginning to the end, Lord knows this. The, you know, um, a lot of people. You know, me. I was talking to this guy the other day. Was saying that pe- they didn't give back to God. You know, they said a lot of things that was, you know, but at the end of the day, I think he was going in that direction where he could have been a politician he could he could he wanted to do the acting thing he wanted to get more into that but that night and and then it was he had problems dealing with one of his cousins in Atlanta they don't talk about this but this you know if you look at the um you look at certain videos on YouTube or whatever um there was a show that came on um so there was things that he was dealing with with his cousin where he was going to talk to him about taking a gun. And, you know, he really didn't he really didn't even want to go to Vegas, but he had to put on the smile. He had to put on all that. And he went out there. He was already angry. He enjoyed the fight with his with his with his homeboy, Tyson, Mike Tyson. Tyson won that fight or whatever. And he was he was hyped up about that. They were going to go to that club 666. And this is not on the the damn mama. We didn't get to that point yet. You know, but I see it ended off with him getting ready to go to jail. And I, we've seen the jail interview where he has his hair. He's not bald. And he's talking about he somehow talks about joining death row. So he, he that had already been made. He, they eventually came and got him. Um, Suge Knight and them, like I said, it was a, it, it was, it was like signing a deal with the devil. Even though him and Tupac, everybody said those two had the best relationship, and I think Snoop began to get jealous of that because this is Tupac, the actor. You know what I'm saying? The 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 the, the more than just the hype. He lived up to the hype, but he it is just that one fatal day that took his life and um I cried I'm not gonna lie I cried like a baby when I heard that Tupac died like a lot of us we thought he was gonna make it and when he didn't make it 
at heart. Um, because I'm going to be honest when, and I'm going to say this for the record on here, when Tupac first got shot, you know, I heard, I heard, you know, this white girl at the, at the job that doesn't understand hip hop and doesn't understand us as black people. I almost thought she was a racist when preppy little preppy white girl, whatever is saying it is good that he got shot. How can you sit there and say that his, that is good that he got shot? How can you sit there and say that? But she did, she did sit there and say that. And, um, I was upset with him because he, I thought that he was saying that Biggie set him up and I was like, nah, Biggie, Biggie wouldn't do that. But Biggie wasn't innocent. And I'll get to that in a few minutes. Very soon. Um, but. It was also. I bought that. me. I bought that. Um, me against the world. I drew a picture of him. Um, I was probably like 21 or whatever. When he went. To, when he went to jail. Because I was a few years younger than Tupac. Um, but I loved them even then. I listened to that album over and over again. Well, this, well, the, not the album. I bought the cassette. I listened to that cassette over and over again. Um, from the beginning to the end. When he had this song, right? He was like, it ain't easy being me. Will I be, see the penitentiary or will I stay free? It ain't easy being me. And in that interview that he gave in Vibe magazine had me real sad. Like, what if he does die in prison? I wanted to say that I sent him a letter. But I don't know if I ever did while he was in jail. But I know I wanted to. I wanted to let him know that we are rooting for him. We want him to get out. And um, even with the jail thing, um, Napoleon's very upset that Tup- that um, that Snoop is saying all this stuff about Tupac that's not true. You know, if you're a friend, you're not going to try to down. And plus, he's not here to defend himself. You're not going to try to down him like that. Um, I'm really shocked that he was even on the documentary, to be honest with you, because there's, there's a love and hate thing. That's what you that's what you get. It's like he sneaked this in him, but he is not really sneaked this in him. He's he's saying, and I felt that way for for a while. He blamed he blamed Sugar and Tupac for what happened to the East Coast, West Coast situation. But he did not cause that. Biggie caused that because even for Snoop, when they was shooting up the trailer and all that, Tupac was not even, he was nowhere in, in, in New York at that time. They came to him after, and they, and they made diss records. Corrupt Me was on there dissing him, was on there dissing Biggie. Snoop dissed Biggie. You can hear it in that song. Because like I said, I played that song on this show a couple of times. You know what I'm saying? So 
But this Dexter, um, um, Isaac, the person that one of the people that robbed Tupac apologized, like I said, in, um, at Quad Studio. But it's so much, so much behind the death of Tupac. Now, this is supposed to be more about Tupac and his relationship with his mother. It's, it's based on his mother um, in Tupac. You know what I'm saying? There's similarities. They how she taught him so much. But he went through so, he went through so much. He went through so much. You understand? Like it's it's sad. It's it's sad. But because you see the ups and you know you see so much that this that this young man has went through. Only twenty five years on 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 the earth. On the on, you know. He shouldn't have. What I think he should have done is either went to Africa or like people keep suggesting that he's not dead, that he's in Cuba. He should have went to Cuba and became a new person. And whoever was going to go there to visit him, if he went with Kadada Jones, uh, Quincy Jones, uh, uh father he they they could have visited that they could have visited him there he he no longer i me personally of course would i love to hear tupac's music he could still make music he still could have made music over there i would have loved to see him just be free be happy have his closest people around him than be in this entertainment business and to put yourself in harm's way with gang members and end up dead because it was sad. It was a sad time in hip hop, you know. But as Napoleon said, basically Biggie chose his own death because you were in LA, celeb like you almost celebrating having Tupac dead. Then you went to that radio station and you started dissing him on the show. So people felt disrespected. So there, there was retaliation. Even though Biggie had nothing to do with the death of Tupac. But the timing was wrong. Just like when he put out Who Shot You after Tupac was shot at uh, Quad Studio. It was stupid. It was stupid for them to put that out. Whether it had anything to do with Tupac or not. It was just bad timing. You're going to have a nerve to put out a song who shot you after he already thought that you knew about the shooting and that they, it was it was definitely a setup from from, of course, Jimmy Hinchman. Well, he brought his goons to do what they did, but Biggie didn't make it any better. It was stupid. And then Biggie have a nerve to come on. Um. Had a nerve to go on the show and say that, oh, Tupac pissed me off because he's trying to say I'm on. I, I set him up and all that. But it's like, yo, you put out this. You were dumb to put out that record. Puffy was dumb to let you put out that record during that time when he was going through what he was going through. And yeah, I heard that he tried to reach out to um, 
Tupac or whatever, but they wouldn't let him in. And the thing about him, his father, him, him seeing his father in jail. So I think he might, he might've been, he might've been upset with his mother a little bit and they have to straighten some things out or whatever, because he said that on, on the interview that he had on MTV with one of the people on there. Um, because his father was, he thought his father was dead. Because if you listen to Dear Mama, he talked about that. He said he passed away and, and my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. So you see, you're in the bed and you see somebody that looks just like you. Nobody else looked like you, but this guy looks just like you, except he's lighter than you. But he has the eyes, the eyebrows, the eyes, you know, that. So he had to figure that out. Um, but he was, I think if he was still here, man, we, we would hear, we would be hearing some more great music from him, but it would be more mature music. Like he said, he'd be more experienced. He would have got into doing a romance, a comedy romance. And I think, yeah, he would have been on top right now. He would have been on top. Um, but the, the choice he made in Vegas but we will never forget him. And I, I would listen. I recommend any, anybody to watch this uh, Dear Mama. You have to watch it. Okay, now let me get into the Black Ink. The show is coming back. The New York one I'm talking about. They had, I knew that they was going to bring it back. C's is not on there, but Puma is on there. And all the rest of the cast members are on there. Um, they're going to try to bring it back and who knows, maybe season might come back, but they kicked him off to the show, off the show after they found out that he beat up, um, he, um, abused his dog or whatever. And the video surfaced around everywhere. So the, uh, producers or whatever, of black ink had to, had to cancel the show. You know what I mean? And, and they made it like it was going to be canceled forever. But to me. Why would you cancel the whole show anyways? Because you got Chicago and you got L.A. I don't even know if they're still doing the L.A. one, but the show still must go on. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it is. It's coming back in May. So stay tuned for that, y'all. That's all I got to say. Um, promo, promo. Um <laughs> The Best of Me, Volume 1, Volume 1, Volume 2, Volume 3. Maybe there'll be a Volume 4 because I do have more music. And it's just a matter of getting all that together. And that's it. You know what I mean? More music videos? Possibly. I don't know. Possibly. We'll see. Um, what else do I want to talk about? The Breakfast Club. Millie's Millie's um, from Cambridge, Mass. A lot of people say he ain't from no Boston. He's from Cambridge. He's from Massachusetts. And the brother, he's he been around for a long time. I didn't know anything about him until over the years. Until I started following this guy, he's he's doing it. He's doing it big. 
and um, he's making it. He's making it. He's doing what he's doing. And respect to him. Respect to him. That's all I can say, man. I don't, I don't. I haven't seen this guy in person. I have not met him, but I know a few other people that've been around him that had the that had the opportunity to meet him. Um, some people are in such a good situation now where they're getting to meet the people that they grew up listening to. I always wanted that opportunity to meet these people. But, you know, I think in time, I think when I put myself back out there again, which is tough because I'm 50 years old and you know how they how they look at how they look at us as rappers or somewhere, you know, in that whole thing, how they look at age and it's going to be tough, but. I, like I said, I got a show coming up and um, the only show right now. I, I haven't put myself in any other event, but I think this will be my way of breaking back into it, along with dealing with other situations. Um, but yeah, the hip hop, the hip hop um, evolution festival. I'm looking forward to that and um, I'm hoping that people will show me love. Because I'm going to show love to the other artists. And I got a few things to say. Um, before I perform. You know. Because it's been a long time. It's been a long time since I performed. And I want to make this special. Because it's the 50th anniversary. I'm turning 50. So I, it has to be great. It has to be great. And I got to work with what I, what I got. This is who I am. This is who I am. DC the musical artist. But. When I'm doing this right here, it's Del C. Difference in, I'm still, listen, even though me and DeMarco are not talking, I have to release, I have to release that interview that he did for me. And I'm going to bring it to um, the new Del C show. And I told him that when we were still on talking terms. And I'm going to let you know, man, I, I hope that we settle our problems or whatever, that you reach out to me. Um... I, I don't know if you're still listening to this show. You used to listen to this show faithfully um, in support of me. So I appreciate you no matter what. And I hope one day, yes, we do start talking again. And that's, you know, it is what it is, man. There's there's no, I have no problem with you. We know what, it, you know what it is. Um, again, for the, for the person listening to this app or whatever you want to say <laughs> I'm gonna this is what the sh my show is all about talking music and I but I say no topics off limits so when you hear me talking about my personal stuff why does that bother you it shouldn't bother you this is what I do if you go back to my to to, to my first show I was talking about a lot of personal things but I, I, I lost an aunt in the middle of the pandemic, she didn't have the, she didn't, she did not have the COVID, but she died of other complications. And, you know, I'm not really going to get into that, but as always, as I say at the end of the show, <laughs> as, as I say at the end of the show, excuse me, 
stay positive, stay blessed, and remember to always let your loved ones know you love them because tomorrow's not promised to no man, woman, or child. On that note, I want to say peace out, y'all. I told y'all I wasn't going to do a Saturday show, but you know how that go. I got to do it. Um, Stay tuned for next week. Like I said, I got two guests. If everything goes well, it should be a great show. So I want y'all to tune into that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm out. One. I know a couple niggas mad at me. I know a couple niggas proud of me. Yeah. Couple of these bitches wanna fuck on me. Yeah. Uh. Let go.
Hey, stressing about a bitch, nah, nigga, I'm too blessed for it. Five, five, six, it's gon' tear through that vest on him. Tryna get rich, I could care for the rest of him. Might just hit a lid, might put some of the stress on him. Hit him with a teaser, tryna run a test on him. Think I might just leave her, fuck it up and left on her. Think I want a beamer, might up a check on it. Popped up like a creeper, shouldn't fucking slept on him. Shooting shit like a film, I directed it. Don't gotta guess with me, I direct this bitch. Hit him with the mix, I'm thinking I perfected it. No one showed a damn thing, had to start by guessing it. Run up on an op and he's drive by extended clips. No, I broke it hard, but I ain't really intended it. You didn't did worse, so tell me why you stressing, bitch. Had to leave that bitch alone, I'm glad that she ended it. Ay, real nigga shit, real nigga words. Gotta get the ops, gotta kiss them first. Cause I know my mama can't afford a hearse. I'm the one with the pop, the one that stirs. Ops in my block, they took a wrong turn. Crazy how fast we popped up on the curve. Four, five, bit of heat, it don't get burned. Tell your mama, have your eulogy rehearsed? Now I'm taking possessions, I'm taking possessions. I'm the one that hit the lick, yeah, bitch, you guessed it. Fucked around, got caught up, landed in corrections. Crazy how bad they wanna apprehend him. Told me you love me. What's your true intentions? Love's just something I ain't comprehending Heart got broke, now I'm on the defensive Ever since a young and I been in detention One broken promise can turn to a heartbreak Can't believe I really fell for your lies Heartbroken, turn soulless Can lead to more heartache When I up this 4-5 and go take his life The devil's been talking, been talking, been talking I sat and I listened, thought about it twice I'm praying to God, I'm praying to God I'm praying to God, he helps me change my mind I said fuck it, I really had to come up off nothing Got his 5-7, I'm gonna take something I hit a birdie and he said they punching Ain't no one of ones You know that we dubbing If I pull the straight go out I'ma bust it Say you want a bow But I don't trust it Bro had to cut the crack In the oven Bro had to press the gas We was running And I got a lot of lean In my stomach Kept the real And I sold them rubber tussing Kept the real Told her that I wasn't cuffing She a freak She wanna fuck out in public Rolling eighth in the woods And the duchess Had it once ever since I've been lovesick I've been lovesick I've been lovesick Seven, Zeus, EMF, every man for himself, bring the heat in pie, let's go, yeah, yo, time to separate the fake from the real, I just set the ball high, represent if y'all feel me, haters hate it's okay, they some weenies, make sure my vibe tight every time the world see me, I fell back from the gang cause they too fake I play how I wanna play, fuck the rules, man My life going up, don't try to hold me down When I was asking for some help, you was not around Half you lames took shots when I was on the ground Went underground, picked up the whole underground I bring the heat every day, I catch a new case All the shit I've done, y'all should say grace Put your hands in the air when I hit the stage From the front to the back, how they getting waved Jumped off the porch, landed on the main stage And my algorithm going up on my main page Hope you don't forget it Everything I do is for my daughter Hope she don't forget it Even when a nigga dead and gone Hope your 
don't forget it High profile, that's a fact, so I keep a mask Everywhere I'm at, I never know when I got a spaz High profile, that's a fact, so I keep a mask Everywhere I'm at, I never know when I got a spaz Ask me how I know